Hey guys, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I'm going to share three quick stories with you to get to my main point of this episode. The first two are from the same person, and I've mentioned her before. Uh, she's been dealing with the loss of her husband, and we talked about that and how it's okay to grieve and to miss the person, but she knows that imagining creates reality. She studies Neville Goddard, and she knows who she really is. And so this latest email was letting me know about how well things are going for her and how she's beginning to feel like her old self again. And I'll just read the first story to you. She says, I've been going back to assuming, and it's done. And amazing things have been happening on a daily basis. I imagine it, and it's there. Easy ones, like I got a message today that due to the COVID-19 outbreak, the interest on my investments are being reduced. I thought, what? No way could anything like that happen to me, and went about doing what I was doing. Later, my investor called and said, no, it's only for any new investments you make. The old ones, even when they're being renewed, are safe. She says, it's strange when people around me are going hysterical with the economy, and I'm so chilled. Notice what she, her reaction was there. She got the message, and instead of freaking out or worrying, she, her reaction was, no, no way could this happen to me. And she went about her day not worrying about it. Her second story she says, I used to keep telling my husband it would be great if I could get an online consultant's job. I'm done with hands-on work. Working from home and just giving an opinion and advice and getting paid would be lovely. I wasn't worried about it, but thought about it once in a while. And she goes on to say that just yesterday, a friend sent her a link about this type of job. She checked it out, filled out the forms, got an online a Zoom interview, and she says she starts the job Monday. Isn't that great? And all she did was she thought about this once in a while, she said, and told, would talk to her husband about it, about how lovely it would be to be able to stay at home and do what she loves, but from the comfort of home, comfort of home and get paid for it. And she pointed out in the story that had that consulting job come up a couple of months ago, it wouldn't have worked out for her because she was spending all of her days taking care of her sick husband. But this came about at exactly the right time for her. She said the timing was perfect. Now, the third story comes from uh, a man I know. He told me about his wife who had been dealing with, uh, for all of her life, dealing with this scalp condition. I don't remember the name of it the exact diagnosis, but it was a chronic condition that would cause uh, the skin, the dead skin to build up, and it was very itchy and painful sometimes. And he said she would have to really work at it to try to get the, the dead skin off. And he told me that he, she's beautiful, and he never thought anything of it. He didn't think it was a problem because you couldn't see it. But to her, it was a big deal. And she was constantly aware of it. Even though she wouldn't talk about it, that was what was on her mind. Every day she would think about it because she was aware of this feeling on her scalp, this itchiness and pain. And it was very frustrating. And she, it, she felt like she wasn't as pretty 
as she really is, as beautiful as she really is because of this. And it was, it was a, a big deal to her. And for years, he sympathized with her and he'd see her frustration, see her doing her best to get rid of the dead skin off of her scalp and try to hide any flakes that might be in her hair. And it was just very embarrassing for her and painful and irritating. And like I said, always on her mind. And he never could do anything for her except maybe help her uh, research and find new medicines, new treatments. And he says they tried all kinds of treatments, spent money on all kinds of shampoos and medicines to try to get rid of this. And even it would go kind of subside for a little bit and then spring back up, sometimes even worse than it was before. And she was just so down about it. And then he got into Neville Goddard and really started diving in and studying Neville. And he realized what he'd been doing was not helping her at all. By sympathizing with her, he was just perpetuating that state. And so he decided to do what Neville suggested and imagined her in a lovelier state. He imagined her healed. He was actually revising. He, when he told me the story, he didn't mention revision. But he said he was standing in the bathroom with her one day as she was looking in the mirror, pulling her hair uh, apart so she could see the scalp and he could see the frustration and this he could tell she had this, this feeling of I'm about to snap you know just this so sick of it feeling and so he decided right there to see something else standing there in the bathroom seeing his wife looking in the, in the mirror he saw her smiling with this expression of excitement on her face so thrilled at how clean and smooth her scalp is that it's gone totally gone and she's healed and he just stood there and he ran that scene for a few moments in his mind feeling the thrill within himself that she was healed and he said it didn't happen immediately it this went on for months and months after that it continued and she continued to show frustration and get upset by it and do what she had to do to get rid of the dead skin and treat the skin condition but he never sympathized with her again. He continued to put her, lift her back up into that state that he'd imagined for her, this healthy state. Her scalp is healthy and clean and smooth. Every time she showed frustration and talked about it, within, he was seeing her in this new state, seeing her healthy and whole and happy and feeling the thrill himself at seeing the joy on her face. And even though it took months and months, he never stopped. He's never stopped knowing that it was done. And just the other day, he said, she mentions to him, you know, it's been gone for a while now and it's better than it's ever been. And he said that the other night he was rubbing his, uh, kind of massaging her head, you know, just kind of lovingly putting his hand through her hair. And uh, usually he, she didn't really want him to, get down deep under her scalp you know didn't want him to rub the the dead skin the built-up skin uh, because of the skin condition she was embarrassed by it but that night she said no get in there with your fingers get down in there and she smiled and laughed because she's just so excited about how good her scalp feels completely healed now all three of these are success stories and all three demonstrate what neville calls that peculiar certainty an inner conviction 
And whether you're imagining, in a, you're using an imaginal scene like the husband in the third story, or just you know who you are and you know that whatever your desire is, is yours already. Whatever, whatever you do, it's that knowingness that it's done. That's key. In Neville's lecture, Truth of Concept, Known by Feeling It Inspires. It's from March 1968. He says, So the truth of any concept is known by that feeling of a peculiar certainty. It's just, you know it. And I can't explain it other than you know that it's true. So I want to encourage you not to get hung up on a technique and thinking about thinking about what one teacher says or what Neville says, like it has to be this way. I have to do this type of technique or it won't work. Or I have to follow what they say or it's not going to work. I'm not going to have success. You have everything you need to have the life you want within you. And you don't have to create a thing. Creation is finished. Everything's done. Everything exists right now. All you need to do is to decide what you really want. Make a decision. No more wavering or wondering what people will think. Forget what people will think and forget what tradition says, what society says is what, what you deserve. In fact, drop thinking about whether you deserve it or not. For me, if I'm thinking of whether or not I deserve something, Who's judging me? Who's deciding if I deserve it or not? I am the operant power. I decide. I don't have to worry about it whether I deserve it. And you don't either. So stop trying to convince yourself or someone out there that you're a good guy and you deserve this or you're a good woman and you've dealt with enough. You deserve something good. Well, sure you do, but you don't need to convince anyone. Decide what you want and assume the feeling of that desire fulfilled and just get into that feeling, sink into that simple, subtle knowing that it's done. Whatever you want, have that inner conviction and hold on to it. Like Neville says, the feeling of the wish fulfilled, if assumed and sustained, must objectify the state that would have created it. That's from prayer, the art of believing. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.